Hello? Sorry, we can't come to the phone right now. It's girls' night. Hey, girlies. Welcome back. It's Shawnee. And it's Adela. And this is Girls' Night. We're the besties that give you the real deal on all those uncomfortable issues most people don't like to talk about. Today, we're going to talk about how to stop comparing your struggles with other people. But first, how was your week? My week was actually good this week. Uh, I actually went camping the uh, beginning of this week. I was camping... For a few days with my little family, with Aunt and Salem, which was so much fun. Uh, And we actually did some Halloween-themed activities since it was Halloween weekend. uh, And we were both on vacation. So we did mini-golfing, like a monster mini-golf. We also did rock climbing in the dark. uh, Gave out candy to kids on Halloween and spent it with with the ghouls. You know, having a nice ghouls night in. What about you? How was your week? Well, like Shawnee mentioned, it was like Halloween weekend this weekend. And we did some fall activities with Miguel and his family. And one of his sisters was visiting from out of state. So we were at their house. It was nice family time, little quality time. It was nice, like relaxing. It was nice to see them. It was nice to go out and do fall things. We went to like a a little farm and we took some pictures and then we like watched a scary movie like Halloween night. No, we watched a scary movie the night before Halloween, and then for Halloween uh, we went over to Shawnee's house. Um, right? That was yesterday. Yeah, Halloween. Um, her sister, Shawnee's sister, and I went to her house and we watched uh, a movie and had some hot chocolate and gave a candy out to trick or treaters at our house. So it was really cute and cozy. And now we're in November, so Shani and I spent the day decorating for Christmas today, which is my holiday. Yeah, Halloween has always been my holiday, and October's always been, like, my favorite month of the year, even better than my birthday. I'm literally obsessed with Halloween in October, but Adela is all about Christmas. The start, November 1st, all about Christmas. Yeah. November 1st, all the fall decorations go away. And everything Christmas comes out. So that's what Shawnee helped me do today. Disclaimer. We are not professionals. We are just two women providing personal opinions and experiences to help others. If you or someone you know is in need of urgent care, please contact official professionals. Suicide hotline and abuse hotline have been provided for you in the episode description. And on a more, like, realistic note, this week was a little bit of a hard week because I posted on Instagram before this episode comes out. It would have been, like, oh, two days before the episode comes out. Mm-hmm. I posted about pregnancy loss on my Instagram. And these past couple of weeks, I've had a miscarriage. And it's actually not my first one. And it's been rough. So dealing with, like, all of those feelings of, like, am I ever – you know, going to have a baby. I know I'm going to, but like when you have more than one loss, it gets to the point where you're like, okay, like, okay, (laughs) you know, like what's going on? Like what's happening? Like, when is it going to happen for me? And I've, I've, I've like been in this like little like Facebook group of like women who have had loss losses. 
And it ranges from like people who, you know, it's their first pregnancy and their first miscarriage and to people who have like had 17 losses, 17 miscarriages, like stillbirth children. So there's such a range of grief, of loss, and everybody reacts to every loss so differently. I feel like I am lucky enough to, I guess it doesn't affect me so deeply like it does other women who I see on, 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 on that Facebook group. Because there's women who feel like it affects them really, really deeply. But I always have the mentality of that things happen for a reason. And even though I can understand the reason right now, the reason will become clear to me later on down the road. And I'll know exactly why it didn't happen sooner. But that's just what I always think. So it makes me feel better. That's my mentality. That's the way I've always thought about everything. Like, even, like, horrible things that happened to me in my childhood, I'm like, you know, what did I learn from this? This made me become a better person. So it's okay. Not that it's okay that it happens, but I make myself feel better thinking that way. Does that make sense? So, um, but all that to say, everybody struggles with things differently. You know, everybody feels things differently. Just because one person is able to carry their emotions lighter, it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. It just means that they can carry themselves differently. And it doesn't mean that the other person's loss isn't greater. Like, it doesn't mean that because somebody lost their baby farther ahead than me, that my loss and my grief isn't valuable or isn't worth anything because it is. Same thing for, like, you know, maybe somebody who lost their baby earlier than I did. It doesn't mean that their loss is invalid or that their feelings are invalid. Everybody struggles as little as they are. There's still very much struggles and it still hurts. You really shouldn't compare your struggles. Like... I know that it's definitely harder to say than to do because you look at other people and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't feel like this. You know, maybe in a way you feel like I don't deserve to feel like this because, you know, people go through things way harder than I do. Or, you know, uh, someone, you know, lost their child, like, a you know, physical child. But like you went through your, you know, your grief, you went through your loss. It was your children. You know, like you went through this and it doesn't make it any less than important because it is still important. And I feel like it's so easy to compare ourselves and think, you know, these things, they they may seem small to us. And and then you'll think like, oh, you know, it's such a small thing. Like, you know, there are bigger things that we have to worry about or it's not that it wasn't far along. It wasn't that serious. It was serious. It was important. It is important. It's valid. It's funny because the first time I miscarried, I remember like talking to my therapist, talking to all of you, like, like talking to you, there wasn't many people that knew, but talking to you and my therapist and Miguel, um, I remember saying like, it doesn't, it's not a big deal. Like, I'm fine. Um, I was like, no, it's like, I know that it sucks, but like, it's fine. We're just going to try again. And it didn't take me into like a couple of weeks where I was like, holy shit, like I wasn't fine. And then looking back at the way that I had reacted to people's comments or reacted to uh, other people's reactions about my miscarriage then I realized like my reaction and things that I said they weren't me because I wasn't myself because I was going through one a very like painful miscarriage two like a hormonal downfall so my head and my like emotions were everywhere so I wasn't myself and it wasn't until I was done with that period that I realized like this was hard and I don't want to do this ever again and then I had to do it again and it was 
the second time it happened, I was like, okay, I'm not, I know it sucks. I remember seeing the bleeding and, and being like, this sucks this is awful. I like all of the thoughts went through my head. Like, if, am I doing something wrong? Um, are we doing something wrong as a couple? Is there something that we need to change? Not even just like with our bodies, but in the world. Like, are, are we not there yet? Are we not like ready to be parents yet? But this time I let myself feel my feelings and feel sad about it from the beginning. And I told people that I was sad. Like I told Miguel, I was like, I'm sad. And the first day, that first day that I realized that it was really a miscarriage, I was just so sad and devastated. And it felt like I had no reason to be. It felt like, why am I this sad? Being sad made me sadder because why am I sad? That's something that somebody told me while I was in the middle of going through it. She was like, you need to let yourself feel all of the feelings. And then when all of the feelings are over, you get back up and you try again. But you need to make sure that you let everything out. And I was like, yes, that makes perfect sense. Like I need to make sure everything is out of me. So I made sure everything was out. All of that to say, like anytime you're going through a struggle or something like that, you have to let things out and not feel like your your problems aren't big enough to be upset about or that being upset is going to make you less of a person or less strong in fact like letting your feelings out and being upset over something that one is definitely worth being upset over makes you stronger it doesn't make you weaker we always tell each other all the time that we need to feel our feelings that feeling our feelings is all right that having feelings and I'm going to say it again, feeling them, feeling your feelings, they're valid. Your feelings are valid no matter what. You should never let anybody or anything invalidate them. And they are just as much important, just like your struggles. Your struggles may seem, you know, minor to someone else or, you know, but you shouldn't compare your feelings to someone else's or your your struggles with someone else's because they're as much valid to you as they are to anybody else. There's this quote by a podcaster. I think it's like Mood with Lauren Elizabeth by Lauren Elizabeth. And she says, just because you're drowning in a thousand feet of water doesn't mean I'm not drowning in 12 feet of water. We're still underwater. We're still both drowning. We're still going through the same feelings just because my loss may have been quote unquote smaller and your loss may have been bigger even outside of having a miscarriage, like your problems seem bigger. It doesn't mean that we're not both drowning in our problems. It doesn't mean that we both don't feel the same feelings. I love that quote. That's that's beautifully said, especially about the subject that we're talking about today. Because I know that if I would have heard that when I was younger, it would have made me feel a lot better. Because when I was younger, the things that I would hear when I was going through my struggles, let's say at like 15, 16, my parents would say, you know, things like, hey, there are people in the world that have less than you or, you know, are going through way harder things than you. And it would invalidate what I was going through. But at 15 or 16 years old, whatever I was going through at that time was the biggest thing to me in my world. And they didn't understand that. And they would put it in the sense of saying, your feelings right now, your emotions, your struggles, they're nothing compared to what everybody else is going through. And I would think in my head, wow, yeah, I'm being so ungrateful. And it makes you think you're ungrateful. You know, how dare you feel this? How dare you go through this and think that it's the biggest thing? It's the biggest thing to you in your world because it's your world. It's what you're going through. It's completely valid and important to you. My parents used to say, like, 
when you're an adult, your struggles are going to be so much bigger. Like right now you're a kid, so they're nothing. Like just wait till you're an adult. You don't even know what struggling means right now. But like you said, at that time, those little struggles were everything to me. Like I think about a little a little baby, right? A newborn baby. They, when they're hungry, they're starving because they don't know the feeling of being hungry. They've never been hungry before. They've always been in the womb. They've been fed. So being outside of the womb and being hungry, they scream because like, like, is anybody going to feed me? I'm dying. That's probably what they feel like. They feel like they're dying because they don't know what that feeling of hunger means. They don't know that they're about to get a bottle because they can't see it. They can't understand it. It's the same thing. Like the baby being hungry, that's all they know. That's the biggest feeling for them. And us as teenagers, like that little breakup with a novio, that was the biggest heartbreak of my life. And I was devastated and I cried and I listened to all the sad Taylor Swift songs because that was the biggest deal to me at the time because that's all I knew and of course as you get older the problems get different and when you look back you're like holy shit that was nothing but at the time that was everything I think it's a big issue in this society and I think it's starting to now break down with our generation and the generations to come after of comparing one another's struggle and saying, hey, I have it harder than you. Hey, I have this, you know, like there was a whole TikTok debacle about whose job is the hardest. Like, why are we comparing our struggles with one another? Like, we're all struggling. All of these struggles are completely valid because they're what you're going through. Like, your struggles are completely different from mine. I'm not going to sit here and say, I have a harder time or a harder life than you do. That's not fair or valid for what you're going through. You know, all those movies where, like, they wish that they, like, lived, like, a wife and a husband. They'll be like, I wish I lived your life. And they'll, like, make a wish. And then all of a sudden, it's like magic and they switch lives. And then they realize how much harder the other person's life is than your own. I feel like that's really how it is in real life. Like, if I were to be in your shoes in your life, I probably wouldn't be able to handle it. Just like if you were in my shoes in my life, you probably wouldn't be able to handle it. Like, everybody is giving what they can handle to an extent. Sometimes we're giving shit that I'm like, out of pocket. I'm like, why? But for the most part, we're giving things that we can handle ourselves and, and somebody else couldn't. Somebody else couldn't go through it. And that's really what it's like in real life. Like, you just think about that. Like, if you were in somebody else's shoes, you probably wouldn't be able to handle what they're going through. You don't know what they're going through. So many people hide behind, you know, a smile, a facade. It's not real. And that's what that's what I think me and you really want to focus on on our social medias and why we're starting to share things that are hard because life isn't easy and it's not all smiles and not everything is perfect and we go through hard shit and everybody hides it we want to be real with everyone because it's not really seen in social media especially in social media media industry you don't really see people be real with one another you really see people either boost each other up to tear them down or hide like you said behind a facade and a smile and you know endorsements and you know whatever like that's not the real world that's not what shit is really about and then it makes you feel like something must be wrong in my life because i'm not perfect like those people are online but in reality that's not real Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at girlsnightpodcast underscore and on TikTok at girlsnightpodcast. And speaking of people that try to tear you down, 
this is where and this is why we always talk about setting boundaries. That lovely word. And we're going to keep mentioning it. Because it's so important. It really took me so long to realize how important boundaries are to set with people in your life. Not even just with people, but sometimes with yourself. Boundaries are so important. For me, I've realized I set a boundary with myself of not comparing myself to other people. It's taken me a long time to get to this place where I try not to compare myself with people on social media, people in the workspace, you know, different platforms, whatever it may be. I'm trying not to let myself get there to the point of comparison. I've actually set a boundary with myself close, like very similar to that, where if I see somebody on Instagram that I'm feeling jealous of, I have to be really honest with myself and I have to delete them I have to unfollow them because I don't want to see the content that makes me jealous I don't want to see the content that makes me feel lesser of a person or the content that makes me feel like I'm not good enough and it doesn't matter if they're like somebody that I know somebody that I like I used to be close with or if they're making me feel some type of way I'm unfollowing them and it's for my own sanity for my own good for my own mental health and I can't you know feel bad about it I think especially setting a boundary with people that are vocally trying to make you feel invalidated or tear you down or make your struggles or emotions feel less than, set a boundary with them. Tell them, hey, my struggles are just as important as yours. There's no need to compare them. There's no need to compare our, you know, our feelings, our struggles, our situations, we're two different people. We're going through two different lives. Yeah, that's also something I've tried to learn for myself when I'm talking to people that are going through something. I try, I try, and I'm still trying to learn how to do it where I don't, like, compare their struggle to mine. Like, if you're telling me, like, oh, my cat, you know, he's been really sick. He's throwing up. Oh, my God, there was this one time Penny was throwing up and she was really sick. Like, I'm trying really hard not to do that because you're not asking me. The conversation isn't about me. It's about you and your cat. You know, so why do you need to hear about me and my cat when it has nothing to do with it? It makes it feel like what you're going through is like, oh, you went through that too, so it's not that valid or that serious. But I'm trying really hard to learn to not do that and I'm still working on it. Because, like, people don't want to hear about it when you're talking about something that you're going through. They don't want to be like, I'm not here to talk to you about your examples in your life. I'm here to just vent and tell you about my cat. <laughs> Let me just say, that's a very hard thing to overcome. I've realized it throughout the years that I do that very frequently. And I do too. And I do it not to be like a dick. I do it or like a bitch, you know, I do it to make the person feel like we're connecting. There's a a difference, though. There's a difference because, yes, I feel like you do it in a way where you'll be like, okay, I can connect with you on this. But there is a there's a way that people do it sometimes where it feels like they're just making it about themselves. They're turning it around and they're going to make it about their own cat when it has something to do with their cat. It has something to do with my cat. You know what I mean? But like if I'm talking to somebody and they're talking about something that they're going through, that I've been through, and they're asking for advice, I'll be like, let me tell you about this story about something I went through and how I overcame it. Then then they're asking me to tell them about my experience. But if you're not asking me and my experience isn't relevant and it's not going to make you feel heard, then I'm not going to tell you about my cat. 
And listen, the person that's giving you the, hey, this happened to my cat too, and making it about them, set a boundary with them. Because why are you telling me about your cat? And boundaries don't have to look like I'm putting up a wall and I'm never talking to you again. It can look like um, when I'm going through something, I'll, at the beginning of me venting, I'll be like, I'm going to tell you about a situation. I want you to just listen. And when I'm done talking, I'll ask for your advice. But first, can you just listen? And there you go. That's a boundary. That's you being like, don't interrupt me while I'm talking. I want to vent to you because I care enough about you to tell you about my problems. But I don't want you to talk until I'm done. That's a boundary. That's a good ass boundary. That's a very good boundary. It could also be even going off of that. If you don't want someone's advice, but you just want to vent and it's someone that you trust, but you know that they're going to just tell you a story about themselves literally just tell them hey i trust you but i just know that i don't want advice on this can you just hear me out yeah can you just listen don't hear can you listen yeah. and that's it I feel like there are times too when I'll, i'm talking to somebody and i'll be like can i can i give you some advice or can i even like I'll, it's even gone to the point where i'll be like somebody's crying and i'll be like can i give you a hug because sometimes people don't want to hug. Sometimes when I'm crying, I don't want you to hug me because it's going to make it worse. But I'll be like, hey, like, can I hug you? And if they say yes, I'm going to give them a hug. If they say no, I'm not offended. I'm just like, okay, like, they don't want to hug right now. That's fine. But people don't like to be touched when they're sad. <laughs> and the point of us saying to set boundaries is to remind you to set boundaries with those people who are comparing their struggles to yours because your struggles your situations and your feelings are completely valid it doesn't matter what you're going through at the moment if it's something that's making you upset it's making you sad it's making you angry it's important for you to acknowledge it for you to think about it think about what's making you feel that way and feel it out and feel it out completely even if that means taking a day off of work and being sad the entire day sitting in a bathtub lighting up a candle and just caring for yourself and your sadness and your upsetness and your anger do it because when that's when you let it all out you can like start fresh but if you if you leave a little bit in there it'll come out and it'll come out at the least expected moments and it'll come out maybe in a way that you don't want it to. Maybe it'll offend somebody else. Maybe you'll be so angry that you'll say something that you'll regret. So feel out your feelings and you'll feel so much better when they're done and over with. You get back up and you keep going. And don't let anyone invalidate your feelings or your struggles because your struggles are your own. And it doesn't mean that they're any less than anybody else's. Hey girlies, so this part of the episode is actually post-edits. We were not expecting to, one, take a week off last week. It just kind of happened that way. And two, to unfortunately be telling you that this is going to be the last episode for a couple of months until the holidays are over. Uh, and we're deciding to split season three into two parts. So this will be season three, part one. And after the holiday, season three, part two will come out and we'll come out with the rest of the episodes that were meant for this season. But right now, we both need a break. There's a lot going on. Yeah, we just wanted to be transparent with you guys. We appreciate and, uh, 
care for all of you and we we just wanted to be transparent with you guys we appreciate all of the support that you girlies have given us throughout our last seasons and to all of you new girlies welcome we'll see you guys soon uh we appreciate you guys and we can't wait to come back for season three part two we just want to make sure too that we're following our own advice and we're taking care of ourselves and our mental health and i think right now we both need a break like i said there's a lot going on in both of our lives and there's a big shift happening in our lives and we really just there's i feel like we both are drained creatively and unfortunately the podcast is the first thing to go in our lives it's just the easiest to let go of right now to give us a break but we will still be posting reels and things on our instagram so stay tuned in for that stuff we love you girlies and we can't wait to see you guys for season three part two bye so on that note Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at girlsnightpodcast underscore and leave us some of your stories or questions that you may have that you'd like advice on on our, our Hear You segment so we can go ahead and start to talk about them in our podcast episode starting next week. So we'll see you girlies next Thursday for the next Girls, Girls Night. Night. Girls Night. <laughs>